0: This is Justin Vincent. You're listening to One Team One Podcast. This, this is, is a Bandit Radio production. Right, hey. This week on One Team One Podcast, we talk about Hurricane Delta and the Missouri Tigers.
1: Oh. Oh. Ah. Show <laughs> so, you what
0: the goat was last year when we beat you all fifty to seven. One team! Relax, one big boy. One team, one
2: podcast. One team, one podcast. Yeah, they did a yeah. good, really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team, one podcast. One team, one team, one podcast. One team, one team, one team, one podcast. One
0: Welcome back, guys, to One Team. I startled you. (laughs) Welcome back to One Team, One Podcast, episode 36, Jack.
2: All the kickers.
0: I got one for you. (laughs) (laughs) Norman Lejeune, Bruley High School. You, You know who Norman Lejeune played with? Brandon Lejeune. (laughs) <laughs> incorrect but <laughs> shout out to brandon lejeune we'll get to brandon in a second no he hit the hit list uh we he played with uh blue gay do you know blue gay randall randall blue gay played for the saints oh randall gay yeah, yeah. yeah I know randall gay um they were like uh tailback combo at his league. nickname was blue is that yeah, his nickname blue gay yeah oh wow Um, so episode 36 guys got a lot to talk about today. Uh, obviously the, the number one topic in town right now is hurricane Delta Delta. Mm -hmm. That bitch Delta is coming up strong. Mm -hmm. um, I've been drinking a little bit. Just started drinking today. I see just that. Just starting. Look at that. For just now. I walked um, in
2: here. You were pouring a glass of bourbon. Yes, I'd barrel
0: see it. Sele- uh, barrel bourbon select. I think mm-hmm. something like that. Russell's Reserve. Russell Reserve. Sorry, not barrel bourbon. Yeah, Russell's Reserve. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty sh- pretty strong.
2: Um, so Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey.
0: Hurricane Delta uh, is being the bitch that she is and mm-hmm. moving LSU to. Missouri, mm-hmm. uh, we've we've gone ahead and made the announcement to where we're gonna travel up to Missouri, and we've changed the time of the game. It was 8 p.m. Now it's gonna be 11 a.m.
2: Right? I know um, You got some thoughts there. A
0: lot of a lot of people, I s- even see it today. Like I'm watching uh, 104.5, and people in the chat saying, it, "What's the reason why we're moving the game? Like w- we had a time slot. Why are we moving it? Right. Why do you think we're freaking moving it? Yeah. Like this was a home game." And now and we're just now we're having to go on the road for our home game. Mm-hmm. And so we've made it a little easier on our travel to yeah. go up to 11 a.m. Like yeah. uh, Zach von Rosenberg, he said the same thing mm-hmm. on Twitter. We yeah. were joking around with him. And I initially
2: had the same reaction as everybody else. Like, wait, what? why are mm-hmm. we? We already had the time slot. So, so it couldn't Matt such straight. Stop, obviously wasn't a TV issue. And then, the, but the second I asked the question, I saw that you said something on Twitter about it, and what you said made a lot of sense. And then Coach O said the same thing today.
0: Yeah. So if they if it was eight p.m. and they, I mean, they're traveling to Missouri. They, first of all, that it's a longer travel to get there for an eight p.m. Mm-hmm. Plus, after the game, coming back home, and that was what our our friend Zach said too. Was they would be getting home at like four or five in the morning. Yeah. So you're almost wasting a day. On Sunday, mm-hmm. so that puts you in a disadvantage if this is your home game and you're having to go on the road mm-hmm. to Missouri. It, it makes and complete sense.
2: Really, I, I think I, I know it's not tough going on the road this year in terms of playing games right. because there's not a lot of fans. But uh, the extra travel of a of a just an extra road game now, mm-hmm. it it is tough in terms of getting extra rest and stuff like that. Uh, so, playing that game at 11 a.m. Is, is actually going to be pretty good for the team.
0: I agree. And Especially when you
2: play Florida next week.
0: That's right. Uh, it's just more more practice to be on the road. Right. Uh, but I also, I'm going to die on this hill. I, I feel like we're going to be a better road team this year than we are a home team. Maybe not towards the end of the year, but right now for sure, because we're getting out of Baton Rouge and we're getting that pressure off of Miles Brennan for, you know, number one but also i think even the receivers i think the whole offense probably just needs to be on the road i think it's going to help them focus a little bit better um get away from things and what better road games to have at the beginning is vanderbilt and missouri right i think those are those are great games to right. get experience on the road i yeah. almost feel like uh, mississippi state could have been on the road that would have been better for us too yeah um just to get mississippi out of
2: state I, I was i didn't get to watch any of that mississippi state game last weekend but yeah wonder, it was right in the middle I wonder if it was if how loud it was with the cowbells I don't know like if it if the cowbells were able to actually not make it
0: and speaking super of super quiet Florida has now announced that they can actually have full capacity in stadiums um that's the whole state of Florida not the SEC I know you're at you're looking at me like
2: no no like, no no, no, no. I, I understand you I, I understand s- that but the
0: SEC has not announced that um so uh, Florida of University the SC- of Florida I know the
2: SEC gave out a generalized Yeah, they told
0: everybody it had to be 20-25% except for oh, Texas A&M I decided they know. had 150,000 at their stadium <laughs> yeah, look, a couple yeah. weeks ago. It, yeah, it, did, it looked like a NASCAR event. Yeah. <laughs> to watch the Vanderbilt game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, Florida, I don't know what what's going to happen. I think eventually they're going to have to go back and say, "Okay, I mean, it's going to have to be fair." playing field is what we had said from the beginning right like it wouldn't be fair it wouldn't be fair for LSU to go to Florida less fans and then all of a sudden Alabama comes here and we have a full
2: house I mean it it, but it comes down to is the SEC and are these colleges going to turn down extra revenue I don't think so I don't think they will I I think they'll say okay well I guess we'll go ahead and take your, uh, you know, however much money that is. I don't even know. I don't even know how much extra revenue they would get compared to what they're getting now.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I'll, uh, don't it, I'll take
2: th- your extra alcohol sales and all that. But
0: it's each team. It's not. It's not the SEC that's taking in that that money. No, I get that. Um, the but I mean Florida. Florida could be p- telling the SEC, "Hey, right right now we can we can take unlimited fans. Can we can we do it?" And the SEC's probably saying, "Not yet." Hold yeah. on. Hold right, your horses. Right.
2: And if it, but eventually, I mean, if the SEC tried to push back is what I'm saying is that uh, the athletic directors and the schools would just eventually like pressure them to right. allow them to do it.
0: Yeah. Um, so with that, we have Missouri uh, on the docket for this weekend, and we're going to be going to Missouri. Uh, yeah. We are going to be joined shortly by the mazad cast. Very popular podcast mm-hmm. uh, from uh, University of Missouri. Uh, is it University of Missouri or Missouri University?
2: I think it's MU.
0: MU, right? I Missouri so. University? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. It doesn't sound right. Was it University oh. of Missouri? I don't know. Um, UM,
2: no. No, that's Mississippi.
0: These guys are a lot of fun and... Um, it's they've M-U. been, they've been doing M-U. this for a long time. So we want to bring them on and give their uh, scoop of Missouri. Before we do that, though, guys, we want to thank our, our partners. I'm going to start calling them partners, not mm-hmm. sponsors. I like okay? that. They're partners with us. We're partners with them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying
0: to help them. and You like that, huh? Mm-hmm. It's very professional sounding. We're trying to sound professional. Yeah. We may not act professional. We may not be professional, but God damn it, we're going to sound professional. Uh, that's why we have these expensive mics mm-hmm. um, so Brandon Lejeune cur- courtesy Buick GMC been a very big um, partner of ours uh, Brandon actually just moved this weekend it, they moved into a new house him and Erica nice um, new house in li- in Lafayette and guess what they're gonna do for their house warming
2: what are they gonna do They
0: they are evacuating to <laughs> Houston so big yeah. shout-out to Brandon Lejeune. They're doing big things at Courtesy Buick GMC, man. Uh, all right, a couple of deals uh, that we're going to talk about for Brandon's hit list.
1: Uh,
0: they have a GMC Acadia 2020 sale price. Guys, get this, $27,988. Under $28,000 for a 2020 <laughs> Um, they also have a 2020 GMC Sierra AT4, uh, 8,000 off the MSR. Here's another hit list. 2021 GMC Yukons are arriving daily. You need to go ahead and put your pre-order in on these things. They're fucking fantastic looking. Wow. Yeah. You don't say. Yeah, and I used the F-bomb. You saw that? He sure did. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm getting blitzed tonight. Are they going to be
2: happy about that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Denali it's the uh, fucking Yukons
0: is a fucking hit list, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so big things going on at uh, in uh, Lafayette, 4750 Johnston Street. Go check out your boys. I'm going to post all their information. Go give Brandon a follow. Give him a like and send him a message. He'll work up a deal for you. Uh, basketball season is coming. Ooh. Brandon's a huge basketball fan. When are we
2: playing basketball?
0: I think it's, uh, I don't know, was it November, December? Like late November. I
2: thought, I thought were, there was something, like
0: something I saw too. Like Thanksgiving about, week. I didn't pay too much attention to it. I just kind of I mean, blew yeah. it off, but yeah, I need to same. probably. <laughs> <laughs> let's get our shit together. <laughs> um, so hit, out, hit up Brandon. He'd love to do business with you guys. Let him know that the podcast sent you. Also, bear process safety. I got some big news um it involves the bear (laughs) adam barry as you guys know you may know uh we also do another podcast called um the home dogs Mm. uh we are going to be joining forces with the home dogs the home dogs are going to be coming back home it was already a one team one podcast production they're actually we're going to be rolling it into our same uh spotify apple channel so we'll be uh, playing all those through the same channel. So if you guys are subscribing, you'll be getting that too. Adam so. Barry is, um, is a co-host of the Home Dogs. You'll get to hear some of his picks. Um, but Bear Process Safety, man, they do a lot of process safety work in Baton Rouge, but they also venture out all over the place. He was telling me about a deal that they got going on with Belgium right now. He's doing virtual um, virtual calls with a company in Belgium, and they have to wake up early in the morning, <laughs> and he's kind of pissed off about it. They have to wake up early in the morning, and they get off late or get off early. Um, but it's like they have to arang- arrange their schedules with this company because they're lining up the entire process safety development of this company in That's Belgium. It really is cool. It is cool. Small, small company in Baton Rouge doing big, big things. Check out the Orange Bear, the Big Orange Bear, Adam Barry, and Bear Process Safety. It's bearps.com. Um, so with that, guys, let's see. Missouri. Let's talk a little bit about Missouri before the Mazzotcast comes on. What okay. do you know about Missouri?
2: Missouri. Uh, I don't know much. <laughs> uh, so okay, I was trying to figure out their what's what their situation is on defense, right? Yeah. And so I was going through like I watched. They used a to always
0: have a good defensive line back in the day. Yeah, right? I don't. But I don't think th- that's I don't the believe case that's
2: anymore. the case just based on how much uh, Tennessee's running back ran all over them. Uh, and you said I, Tennessee
0: so looked I, <laughs> pretty good, right? I didn't see any of that game, but yeah. Um, and
2: the more I've thought about it, I was like, did Tennessee look good, or are we about to beat Missouri by thirty? Yeah. Uh, and it might be both. Uh, it's probably not Tennessee's. We both. Probabl- we Tennessee's both probably not good.
0: We both like the Eli Drinkwitz hire. Yes. Didn't we? Yeah.
2: And I, I really like uh, the Basenek kid. I think that's how. I think that's his name. Well, I heard the, the Mizzou cast.
0: Uh, they actually, and we're going to call him this. Um, the. Uh, Bedazzled sack
2: kid. <laughs> yeah, the bedazzled sack.
0: <laughs> That's what we're gonna call him. That bedazzled sack.
2: That's what the call-in guy said, right? I think so. Yeah, that was good. Um, uh, yeah, he actually he looked good. He looked good. He looked like well. They bench. So
0: they benched Sean Robinson. That right. was their transfer, uh-huh. right? I TCU, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about them. I just remember Eli Drinkwitz at at App State. And I was thinking the offense is is probably a heavy um, run zone read type offense, correct?
2: Yeah, but they're not going to do that if uh, Bedazzled Sack is starting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's not really much of a runner. And they kind of tried to make him be a runner against Tennessee and just run the same offense that they were doing with Sean Robinson. Yeah, and it's I, not the same kid, right? And based on what I heard up from the cast, their fans really hated that. Uh, and they were like, just scratch the whole option thing. Just take it out of the playbook. So
0: yeah, but I don't know what I don't know what kind of offense he's he's can run. Well, like, it, sounds like th- beda- it sounds like this if this is Drinkwood's. It sounds like the Dazzle
2: Sack has a really good arm.
0: Well, among other things. <sighs> uh, so I'm trying to remember the quarterback for App State last year. This is the only reference that I have for Missouri. It feels right. like is last year, uh, App State. And that quarterback, he could, he had some ability, but he wasn't like a runner, right? Um, right. But yeah, he made, he made some throws, and, but and, uh, they really uh, just I relied on running back up the middle. I can't keep zone reads.
2: Bedazzled sack. Um, yeah, he can. I, maybe okay. I'll suck try. it up, bro. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to tough it out. But I say it looked like he had uh, some good throws on the run. Uh, he, he was making really it throws in really tight coverage, uh, getting guys open. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was actually pretty impressed. Uh, it, it'll be definitely a a lot different Missouri with him as the starter compared to Sean Robinson.
0: So I feel like I'm giving my I'm gonna we're gonna give our predictions at the end of the show, but right. I feel like I'm going to be giving our prediction without really knowing too much about Missouri so far. Uh, we've already kind of talked about what our predictions are going to be. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's more my prediction is more about LSU. Than it yeah. is about Missouri,
2: yeah, um, and kind of going and off of scores and it's stuff. Gonna, it's just going to be tough to know what Missouri's offense is going to look like now that they have a new quarterback in there. Well, um,
0: and they gave me some advice. The Mazadcast did as far as um, be careful with betting uh, against Missouri because Missouri has the ability to to do some late backdoor covers.
2: Yeah, that's traditionally. That, I think they scored two late touchdowns against Alabama. Yeah. So in like late fourth quarter, late, late. Fourth
0: he warned quarter. me, he warned me, mm-hmm. and I didn't take him up on it. So, yeah. I'll we'll, we'll discuss. Um,
2: wait, did you take you took Tennessee to cover or something? No, uh, Alabama, you took to Alabama, okay.
0: Alabama, and
2: they oh, right, you didn't do any betting last week. I did, I did
0: some, I did some betting last week, Maybe yeah, that was two weeks ago. I did some betting last week, not a, not as much as I had been. There was
2: one week that you just came you completely. And you're like, I'm, I'm not, I'm,
0: I'm, yeah, I was, I've already retired once, and I've, uh, I've come back and I'm probably gonna retire again soon. Mm. Um, Yeah,
2: I'm just now getting into the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. You don't. You just be careful. Mm -hmm. Just be careful. Um, Know who your bookies are. We're
2: we're capping ourselves at twenty dollars a week. So yeah,
0: and my bookie, thank God, is out of town. Or you said capping? He would be kneecapping me probably (laughs) more than anything. Um, Just yeah, there's some guys you just don't fool around with. Uh
2: Well, we figured out how to get around uh, some of the online betting stuff. So, really, I'm not, not going to say how because I don't want anyone to hear it. And who who do you like, think's listening? Come on, that's true. So my my <laughs> roommate bought uh, Bitcoin, and kay. that's how you can get past some of the like Louisiana uh, regulations. So you on, can use uh, it, DLS. use the
0: Bitcoin mm-hmm. as a bet. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and then uh. you can just transfer your Bitcoin back to money. Wow. Yeah. I like this. It feels, how shady. Can we, it feels shady as hell, and that's how can actually we make what this makes me enjoy it more. Huh? How can
0: we make this a business? I feel like there's a business uh, to be made here.
2: We can talk later.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, with that, guys, we're going to bring on our guests uh, from the Mazad cast, and they are joining us in the Courtesy Automotive Group hotline right now.
1: Hey, hooray, hurrah, resume, resume.
0: All right, guys, we are welcome, uh, joined in, I should say, by Brendan Steenbergen of the Mazadcast. What's up, Brendan?
3: Not much. How you doing?
0: Doing good, buddy. Um, so, the Mazadcast guys, you got to give these guys a follow on uh, Twitter. Right now, y'all are in full um, nobody nobody belongs in the SEC mode, <laughs> right?
3: Yeah, we started that with Alabama. We, uh, we thought... <laughs> You know, obviously, the thing about Missouri fans, say what you will about us, but I think we have a little bit of self-awareness. We know that we're not exactly super welcome in the SEC or respected. So, anyway, we always hear that, you know, you you guys don't even belong in the SEC. So, we started the season with Alabama thanks to the new coronavirus schedule. So, we thought, wouldn't it be funny if we just told Alabama fans that they don't belong in the SEC? (laughs) And, uh, as you can imagine, Alabama fans did not take that kindly from a Mizzou fan particularly. So, uh, when that worked, as far as riling up Alabama, uh we decided why not do it again with Tennessee because Tennessee fans are the worst, obviously. I mean, there's the most horrific fans in all of college sports, possibly all of athletics. But um well, anyway, mine is so Kansas, just... right? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's a good point. I mean, the, the thing about Kansas fans, and as a Missouri guy, I hate Kansas. If you don't know that, that's been our thing for like 150 years. But um uh, we we have learned to hate Tennessee because it's just such an easy thing. So um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Kansas is up there at the top for us.
0: Well, and y'all's record against Tennessee was pretty good, right? So it was
3: five and three going into last week's game. Of course, we lost. So it was five and four. We have had a long stretch where we've had really good games against Tennessee, and um, they they we always say they have the memory of goldfish. They just seem to forget those games happen the next year. Um, so anyway, it's I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, this is definitely in the six, seven years we've done our podcast this is the lowest Missouri's been. I mean, it's the it's a complete bottom right now for us. So might as well just troll the opposing fans.
0: No, I think you do a very good job of that. So <laughs> you got yeah, to be good that. at something, I
1: guess. Yeah.
0: Um, so we were just talking about Missouri before we came on with you. And um, I feel – so LSU was at the pinnacle last year. Um, I feel like we're a bunch of dickheads right now. Yeah. Like we – don't know anything about Vanderbilt. We just played them last week. I had a Vanderbilt podcast on. I'm like, dude, I don't know anything about Vanderbilt. I don't know anything about Missouri. And I'm like, I, I'm just focused on like, I'm still focused on Joe Burrow stats and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and I'm I'm in that world still. And I haven't come back down a little bit. Um, Mississippi State helped me with that a little bit. And Bourbon, that's helped me a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we are now and, and we need info on Missouri. We don't. Uh, only thing we know is from listening to your podcast uh, last week, uh the quarterback's name is Bedazzled Sack. Bedazzled Sack.
3: Bedazzled sack, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's yeah. been a struggle even with Mizzou fans. It's apparently it's Basilac. That's our red shirt freshman's quarter quarterback's name, Connor Basilac. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, Bedazzled Sack has more of a ring to it, as one of our callers suggested. Uh Yeah. Um, But he has only been our starting quarterback as of um, now, I guess. Um, He's scheduled – Coach Drinkwitz has said that he will be starting against LSU, which is apparently going to be in our Columbia, Missouri now. That's right. Um, But, uh, anyway, Sean Robinson, who had been a redshirt junior transfer from TCU, had long been talked about for Missouri uh, fans for being our quarterback – to replace Kelly Bryant from last year, and Sean Robinson has just frankly been pretty dreadful and just not as advertised, and and in that way much like Kelly Bryant. But uh, anyway, uh, Connor Bazelak played last year in limited action. Obviously, the NCAA rule allowing you to play three games before losing your redshirt allowed gotcha. him to do that, okay. and uh, he had finished the season against Arkansas, where he um, he had a, you know. He um had an ACL injury that ended his season and really didn't get him healthy until what he said was about June of this year. So I think maybe Drinkwitch just didn't have the <clears throat> excuse me, Drinkwitch just didn't have faith in his um coming back from injury, but now he seems strong and capable. Sorry guys, something went down the wrong pipe.
0: Y'all That's good. okay. That was mm-hmm. the tiger tiger dick bitch. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I felt it, felt it big time.
0: <laughs> um yeah, so New quarterback, uh, yeah, and you 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 jumped me on that one with the hurricane coming in. So Baton Rouge is in a a bad place from what I see with the the forecast. Mm. Um, Hundred mile an hour winds probably Friday night. So makes it easy decision to to move to, to Columbia, especially with nobody nobody really in attendance anyway. What's the attendance for Missouri game? Uh, have you all had a, you hit the Alabama game for sure had
3: the Alabama game i um i can't remember i guess it's a percentage of total um a, of percent or I think yeah, I it something was
1: 25. like 25 i think i saw 25 yeah. like okay well i think
3: missouri may be conservative then because our stadium seats um, seats about 65,000 and but they're only letting about 11 or 12,000 in for um okay. for saturday okay and apparently they're scrambling to get everybody tickets to it as well because you know right. you see they weren't selling tickets to this game until yesterday so Um, this
0: happened happened to us a few years ago with South Carolina where South Carolina was having hurricane. They came in. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, and we had 25,000 probably in the stands. It said 40,000, but it was less than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I can imagine last minute coming in. Um, Our, our fans are kind of pissed off right now because the game was at 8 PM, which they love night games, but now it's going to go up to an 11 AM kick um, and a lot of them weren't understanding why we did that. Um, but obviously the travel is like brutal. If you had a home game and now you're having to travel to Missouri, um, change, you know, and be at an 8 PM kickoff, well, you're not going to get back to Baton Rouge probably till like five in the morning, the next morning. Um, that, so that was a brutal, uh, change. They had to, they had to up the kick. To 11.
3: But yeah, I'll tell you, there were some Missouri fans, though, that were saying, you know, our plan uh, this weekend had been to uh, start at 8 p.m. and get on a plane and get back into Columbia, Missouri at 4 a.m. So uh, we didn't cry huge tears for you guys at the prospect that you didn't have to do it. Right, I but I think
2: agree. the difference is that we were supposed to be playing a home game this yeah. weekend, and now we only have four. Yeah, homes.
0: there's a concession that needs to be made, I would assume, right?
3: Sure. So, I, no, and I don't think anybody Well, really I don't cares. think Missouri
0: cares either about that, right? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah.
3: No, I mean, it'd but be about great About y'all's
0: schedule. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're uh, – honestly, though, we're taking a flyer on this year. You know, new coach, new quarterback, horrible schedule, you know, the COVID restrictions and everything. We're just going to um, – you know what? tell with it we come here play here party with us we don't care you know it's 2020 let's just get through it
0: right um eli drinkwitz was a a, a, to us was a very good hire when it happened um what are the feelings there now i know it's probably a little salty just because of the tennessee game but what what are the overall feelings about drinkwitz
3: no i think he's still well liked his honeymoon's gonna last a little while i mean the thing that you have to realize about missouri is that um There's not a whole lot of acrimony or, like, things must get done now. I mean, things have never – even on our best years when Gary Pinkle was here, it took him four or five years to get the train on the tracks. And so, we give a lot longer leash than maybe some of the schools in the SEC would. Mm -hmm. Uh, Certainly after two games, two ranked opponents.
0: Well, because you're not really in the SEC though, right? Well, that's
3: a good point. Yeah, so that makes it even more of a challenge. But, um, you know, we've, we've got three ranked opponents in three weeks. We didn't have that much higher expectations than what we've seen. I will say though, it did look like the team had despite, despite what you may think based on the score, played worse against Tennessee than they did Alabama. They they were outmanned and outsized by Alabama, clearly. Just they just a better caliber of recruit. And we'll see that again with you guys at the LSU. But they played solid, sharp football, you know, penalty-free, not a lot of mistakes. Against Tennessee, they lost some of that uh, discipline, it looked like. And so that's a setback, which is kind of disappointing, knowing that we were probably going to be 0-2 at this point anyway. Um, at least you want to see some improvement. But I think a positive note for us is that there's no more quarterback controversy. We know Connor Bazelak is the guy. We've seen what he can do. We've seen what Shelton Robinson struggles with. So at least we know what we are, and then we can have something to try to build around.
2: All right. So do you do you think the, uh, the offense might look a little different this week with – uh?
3: But sack. Sack? Yeah, the offense will look different. There's no question. Um, one of the things that he'd been running with Sean Robinson was this triple option play. And that was sort of the idea of using Sean Robinson all along was that he was a mobile quarterback who could hurt you three different ways. But those options didn't go anywhere. They didn't go anywhere against Alabama. And then I think more tellingly, they didn't go anywhere against Tennessee and uh, Connor Basilac is just not that kind of quarterback. He's just the more traditional drop back quarterback with a great big arm. I and mean, we talked about on our show last week, you know, Drew Locke is a huge arm and obviously he's in the NFL right now, but there were throws that Connor Basilak made against Tennessee that maybe Drew Locke doesn't even make putting it over guys' shoulders, just like hitting little needle thread needles in a way that we're pretty impressed with from a red shirt freshman who we're going to hopefully see for a long time, if he can improve and improves on a very strong performance last week. So you know um he, we're going to see more passing more um, you know trying to test uh secondary but more than we have in the past it's it's going to be more of a um a vertical offense under Basilek for sure
0: well and that's not what we'll want to hear as far as our defense goes we we, we kind of said this for the last couple of weeks, uh, especially after the Mississippi State game. I think a, an offense that got, tries to go side to side on our defense is dead in the water. If you start trying to throw the ball downfield against, not against Stingley, but on the other side of the field against another cornerback that might be a little bit more you mean the uh, inexperienced.
2: Cornerback in the SEC.
0: You're talking about ricks mm-hmm. so ricks is mm-hmm. a true freshman uh we saw him make plenty of mistakes against still. mississippi state i know there's a lot of renewed confidence but that was against vanderbilt um i feel like we're arguing on our own podcast jack yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, stay away you're obviously going to stay away from stingley you're going to test the other side of the field i i'm not as confident uh in ricks as i am in stingley obviously sure uh i still saw 623 passing yards against mississippi state and i don't know how much
2: five times all right i don't know how much that really (laughs) got
0: cleaned up in a in two week period um so if you're going to try to if you're going to try to beat our defense it would be throwing the ball down the field and not running the ball up the middle or side to side on us um so that would be our so you do agree okay Great. continue just not about the ricks part i won Won one nothing so, uh, have it's you not, have not you,
3: your fault? Mommy and daddy fight sometimes.
0: Yeah, I'm the uncle, he's my nephew, so it happens. Uh, I have to put him in his place sometimes. Um, so <laughs> have you seen some LSU games uh this year? I think we were uh, probably in a thread one time where, where I think probably Mississippi State game, correct?
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I certainly I watched LSU play, I, I didn't look, um, didn't see a lot of the Vanderbilt game, I will confess but uh, certainly a Mississippi State game I watched. And, um, you know, I, the, the national narrative about LSU is just they lost more people to the NFL draft than anyone ever has in history, and they just got to replace that talent And me. Um, I don't know. It, it, as a Missouri fan, especially a Missouri fan whose team is down, I don't really even care, you know what I mean? Whether it's the national championship team that you guys put on the field last year, or whether it's the rebuilding team, quote unquote, you've got on the field this year who lost to Mississippi State, mm-hmm. you're still gonna whip our ass.
0: Yeah, and we're, we we kind of feel that too. And I think <laughs> here here's another thing that we've talked about is um, I think this year more than any other year, and maybe a little bit with COVID, but mostly because of 2019 this team needs to be on the road. Uh, They don't necessarily need to be in Baton Rouge with all the pressure from all the fans. Um, The Mississippi State game, it just felt like Joe Burrow was just hanging on Miles Brennan's back the entire game. Um, He just needs all that weight off of his shoulders, be a little bit more focused on the road. I think the Vanderbilt game kind of showed you that. He was making plays that he wasn't making against Mississippi State. Just felt a little bit more confident. Um, and I think a game like on the road against Missouri is probably what, exactly what the doctor ordered. Um, and then it gets us ready for Florida. It's another big road game. It's another, another practice road game to get us to that big uh, hurdle. Cause we have Florida uh, and Auburn two weeks later on the road. Right.
2: Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Two weeks later. Yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So I think, I think it's exactly what we needed to happen. Uh, even though it's an 11 AM kick, Just get it together, uh, make some plays on the outside. I think, uh, you know, what what I don't know too much about is your defense and you know, pass rush, secondary, that kind of stuff. Uh, Is there anything that we should be concerned about?
3: Well, uh, the the, one of the prime and only concerns you need worry about on defense is uh, Nick Bolton, who's our star middle linebacker. Um, He really is. He's NFL talent. He's going to be. Um, you know, playing on Sunday for sure. Uh, the whole middle linebacker core is experienced and pretty good, at, and the secondaries played really well. The real problem for Missouri is both both sides of the ball on the line, uh, particularly on defense. You're not going to have to worry about pass rush. I mean, Guarantanov had all day. Uh, I mean, we made Tennessee look like they were all-stars, or all-Americans throwing the ball, because we just had no pressure, put no pressure on them, and that's not going to change against LSU's line either, so uh, with, you know, there have been gaps in the secondary, but a lot of that all is stemmed from line play. You know, the guys can't guard somebody forever, and so people get open after a while. But, um, you know, all in all, we have a, a good defense. If we just had a little bit more experience and more and cleared up at the front line, we would be something maybe to actually be concerned about. But <laughs> as it is, that has not been the case. But we have had like seven players out with coronavirus, and I've heard that several of those were linemen, so you know it's possible we'll get better there but um so you know, lay the
0: 14 it, lay the 14
3: <laughs> oh i would lay the 14 against mizzou right now yeah absolutely it's i mean
0: only it, it went down from like 20 and a half I, I haven't looked at it lately but it it shot down to like 14 really quick and i I don't know if it balanced back out or what, but I was. Well,
3: like, oh. I'll, I'll tell you on from our end. I think bookmakers got burned in week one because they gave us up. I think we had a four, we were four touchdown dogs against. I Dallas. took
0: it. I took it. Yeah, and, and we, I, I, think and I warned advice, you. I think you, you know. You did.
3: You did. I, I said, look, Missouri is bad, but With I think people. You guys I don't
0: know what they're talking
3: about. Yeah, but well, we <laughs> said, look, look, We're bad. We know we're bad but we also know that we get because we've been bad people dismiss us too readily and we're not Vanderbilt. You know what I mean? Right. We're we're, we're more South Carolina shitty. And, (laughs) and that means we'll win once in a while and sneak up on you. And I think that is the only thing you got to worry about because Missouri has, they will sneak up on somebody once in a while. And you know, it's completely out of nowhere. You never know when it's going to come. I mean, we beat Georgia on the road. We beat Florida multiple times when they didn't see it coming. Tennessee's had trouble with us. Um, Anyway, Alabama and you guys haven't and probably won't, but it, Missouri is a team that once in a while will sneak up on you because they do have talent. A lot of times it's just, you know, they don't have enough of it, you know, or they're, they're mm-hmm. too inexperienced, we're too young, which is the case on the line for sure. And, or in this case, where we got a brand new coach. Who just figured out who his starting quarterback is going to be last week. So,
0: well, I remember uh, a couple of years ago, you, your skill positions were great. I mean, I think that yeah. was Drew Lock time. I mean, it was your wide receivers were really good. I, I thought you guys could pull out something against Georgia a couple of years ago. Uh, well, we should Florida. have.
3: We blew, we threw the, we've thrown two games away against Georgia, lost by a combined, I think five points. Um, Yeah, we've had good games against Georgia, and then we've lost 31 to nothing against Georgia. So the problem with Missouri is we don't know which team's going to show up. You know, we've we've been very schizophrenic. And I think part of that was why Barry Odom is no longer head coach of this team. We're hoping that uh, at the very least, Drinkowitz can add a little consistency. I mean, if we were consistently seven and four, or eight and four, or seven and five, or nine and three, you'd have no problems. This coach would last a long time here, you know?
0: So, speaking of Barry Odom, what are your thoughts on Arkansas pulling the upset and everybody praising Barry Odom all of a sudden?
3: Yeah, we're two games into that tenure, so I think everybody needs a couple (laughs) breaks. I mean, seen a lot of Barry Odom. Uh, He's no wizard. I'll tell you that right now. And I think it's just so (laughs) funny how these narratives get rewritten because being head coach at Missouri – there was nobody that was like praising, watch out for Missouri's defense this year. And then he gets, he loses his job and gets hired at Arkansas. And all of a sudden he's supposed to be a defensive oh, dude, guru. And Barry they win Odom. one game.
0: He knows defense. Yeah.
3: Oh, it's like they're chilling a statue out of marble right now. down at <laughs> in Fayetteville. Good Lord.
0: <laughs> um, all right. So you got a lot of hatred for Kansas. We've kind of talked about that. We have a lot of hatred for Texas A&M. Um and it's more because of the way they they like to talk a lot of shit, even though they're terrible. Um so but let's talk about Kansas. That we have a, a common denominator a little bit with Kansas, which is mm-hmm. less miles. <laughs> uh, what, are you, yeah. what are your thoughts of uh old Lester? Um uh, he's not he, it's just a weird it's a weird thing in in Baton Rouge. You know, he was very very nice guy. Um he a lot of people just think he was completely in over his head. He 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 ran a good program but wasted so much talent and opportunity um but now he's like he's the joe biden of college football where he's just he's not um he's not up to snuff anymore um he's he's sleepwalking a little bit at kansas right um what are your thoughts on uh on less miles in kansas right now because they're they're getting obliterated every week
3: <laughs> yeah i mean i think less miles getting hired at kansas just it, what it does is tells you what the national reputation of less miles has become you know what i mean like kansas is just desperate you know they've been terrible and, and when i say terrible i mean they've been abysmal like the worst team in all of division one football for a long time you know and so while less miles may be you know slowing down like joe biden the program is sort of the raving lunatic who's setting fire to the country alternative, you know, so they're like, okay, well, we'll take the crazy uh, guy losing his mind a little bit because it's, you know, anybody else. And, uh, you know, his, his results at Kansas would be exactly what you'd expect his results to be at Kansas. If you're a head football coach at Kansas, you're going to have a terrible football record at Kansas. It's just, it is, it's not, there's no, I mean, I don't know if the program's redeemable at this point. They were good in 2007, and they went to the Orange Bowl in 2008.
0: That's right. That was was the year we won the national championship, and that was (laughs) the crazy year of Missouri is in the top 10, Kansas is in the top 10, um, South Florida – Right. And uh, Oklahoma, west virginia yeah and it was all these weird ass teams yeah. in the yeah. top 10 part. that year
3: well yeah it wasn't just top 10 it was missouri was number one in the country right, Kansas right, yeah. was at number three in the country and of course we were having a hell of a year and of course we thought the one year we were really up there in the rankings stupid kansas has to be good too you know <laughs> and <laughs> so, but the most rewarding thing was the, the end of the season. Our last game was against Kansas. We played at the Arrowhead Stadium with home to the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, Missouri beat Kansas handily and uh, ending the game like thinking. stuffing the quarterback's face into the turf and had like sod stuck in someone. It was glorious.
0: Mangino's eating like pizza on the sidelines.
3: Yeah. Uh... If, he, if he's on the sidelines, he's eating on the sidelines. So uh,
2: Akeem Aqib Tlaib was on that Kansas team? I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Tlaib he was. was yeah.
3: yeah, it was it was the weirdest thing. They were legitimately good. And then part of the reason Missouri wanted out of the Big 12 so badly was that year because um, Kansas got selected to go to the Orange Bowl and Missouri got a – um non-bcs bowl but against arkansas right we beat arkansas in the cotton bowl that year yeah that's it, right I remember we that were punished thing. essentially for going to the big 12 championship and that's losing right. to oklahoma and um it was ridiculous the fact that we beat kansas and they and they gave kansas a better bowl than us and it was it, we're just like oh we realized this conference is not going to fight for us you know whenever the bowls are being handed out we that, you know, this is a texas conference and we aren't part of that so yeah uh, we started looking out at that point and then by 2012 we were gone
0: so crazy because we needed missouri to lose that game so here we are full yeah. circle <laughs> uh finally getting to go to columbia too i wish we would have known this and i wish uh, COVID wouldn't yeah uh, if it wasn't a thing and we were actually scheduled to go to columbia we would make a trip probably because we've never been there before mm-hmm uh, so what what can Tiger fans expect in Columbia if they're coming if they're going to go? Because I think there are fans trying to get tickets currently.
3: Right. Okay. Yeah. And if they can, um, you know, it's, it's we're having beautiful weather right now, and the weather for Saturday is supposed to be gorgeous as well. It's a uh, it's pretty country up here. I mean, I don't know if a lot of people realize that it's it's real hilly, kind of the t- very northernmost part of the part of the Ozark Hills. You know, and so there's a lot of tra- we have a trail system that's like 200 miles long, Kansas City to St. Louis. There's a lot of outdoor activities, and the weather's pretty. Um, I think most of the restaurants are open. I mean, there are a lot of COVID restrictions as far as limiting uh, capacity, but um, nice most of the, yeah, it's the same ones everywhere. I imagine. And um, they're certainly open though, and craving business. And uh, it's a good time to be in Columbia. It's it's fall is really pretty here when you get some good weather, and we've got good weather. And since there's not going to be as many people in town, probably going to be easier to get a you know get a table you know, see, do some things. I mean, obviously options are going to be limited since coronavirus is going on, but it's usually a lot of cool stuff going on in the fall in Columbia.
0: I wish it was normal because uh, when LSU usually makes a trip, um, they'll sell the town out of alcohol. Um, (laughs) This actually actually happened last year in Nashville of all places. Um, Nashville was like all the bars were out of beer. Uh, It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like a, a town like Nashville, um, mm-hmm. But LSU, LSU did it. So, um, and I, I think this is the the game that I, a lot of people were hoping we could we could actually make because we've never been there. So, right. yeah. You know. I,
2: I think we play at Missouri in
3: twenty three. Yeah, assuming I think the stat and the schedules yeah. stay the same. Yeah, because we came to you all uh, a couple of years ago, I believe.
2: Yeah, right. you actually so,
3: you actually came. That was, the uh,
0: first game. The the game that we had just fired Les Miles mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Coach That's right. came that, out, it, and it right. was like, man, what bad times for Missouri. It was a bloodbath. <laughs> it was a
3: bloodbath, <laughs> yeah. A blood yeah. Uh, no, I, no, I remember that. But, yeah, it, it's uh, it'll be it's nice. It's a nice town. It's a college town. And, um, you know, when it comes to beer drinking, I think we'll, we're up to the challenge for the size of our town because here's why Missouri is a sneaky good beer-drinking state. I mean, obviously, you know, like Anheuser-Busch headquartered in St. Louis. Sure, but right. St. Louis is, is two things. It's German and it's Catholic. And when, I mean, we think Germans, you think beer. And when you think Catholics, you think beer. Yeah. And they live up to that. I mean, for the longest time, we had no open container laws. Like you could dry, drive with an open container of beer. There's almost no liquor laws. You can buy beer at 9 a.m. at the grocery store here. There's, it's just a bunch of German Catholics and they don't care, they'll, they want their beer. So, Everybody drinks, you know what I mean? So, we, I mean, we have our share of Baptists and stuff too, but like it's a drinking place. You know, I grew up on it.
0: The Baptists, are in, the the ba- the Baptists are in Kansas,
3: right? <laughs> yeah, there's some of them there, yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, we're, we're looking forward to this game. Uh, I think it's more of a get-right game for LSU, like kind of what you said too. Um, and what we do is we really like to get you guys' prediction for the game. Uh, and then we'll give ours as well. Uh, do you, have you thought about a score prediction for this game?
3: Yeah, I think, um, honestly, what I'm thinking is probably along the lines of what we saw against Alabama. Uh, I'm thinking around 38-17 LSU. I, the reason I give Missouri 17 points is that I do think Basilac is an effective quarterback. And versus our, um, Alabama or LA, <laughs> versus Alabama or Tennessee, we've seen under Basilac at the helm, he can move the football against anybody. But he, that being said, he's not going to be able to generate enough points to win. So I think 17 is optimistic, but it's uh, realistic for what he's capable of. And then I think we're really going to struggle at the line against LSU. You guys are going to be able to, like you said, get right on offense. So I'll give you 38 17 is my guess.
2: Yeah, I'm not far off from that. I got 17 for uh, Missouri, too. I got uh, LSU at 44, so 44 to 17.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have 38 to 10, LSU um yeah 28 point game um i see i see our defense kind of getting i know i was talking talking shit against our defense but i actually think our defense is is going to be better but yeah. the one thing that i think can get to our defense is if you start spreading the ball out with a lot of receivers and you start throwing the ball downfield if you have time to throw if you don't have time to be it yeah if you don't have time that's throw. thing i don't think we got pro pass rushers that yeah. um and that's gonna
3: kill us or that really will kill us because I do think Bayzelac is capable of making the throws, but he's not going to have time under you guys he our offensive line has been our real struggle on uh, as well um and so you know whether it was Sean Robinson or Bayesilla they're all constantly under threat back there. they just don't get any time in their pocket
0: man that that Mississippi state game is going to look like such a weird outlier for us this year um it the way our front seven played in that game was very good and for us to give up 623 passing yards with the way that our front seven well, played we've gone over
2: just, like all the crazy circumstances
0: that we yeah went Derek singly being out first of all
2: Derek singly was out you were playing a guy that was only on the team for a week jay ward had to play and he hadn't practiced because he tore his meniscus yeah uh, are we yeah. giving
0: excuses
2: I mean, it's crazy. So it's crazy circumstances. I mean, and maybe I'm just a homer and like to give excuses.
0: Well, and I was really big on the team uh, to start the season, and I got blasted for it. Um, so we've already eaten all of our crow. I felt like a Missouri fan for a week. Um, so now here we are. Uh, you know, one and one going to Missouri. I feeling feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty confident. Uh, liking my chances here. Um, so we we appreciate your time, uh, Brendan um giving us a little scoop and maybe we'll have you back on again especially for basketball season uh we're sure. big, we're big basketball fans and I know that's basketball country up there.
3: It used to be back uh, before we went to pot here too
0: Anthony peeler days right oh
3: yeah oh maybe oh, now you're speaking my language
0: <laughs> <laughs> We'll have you on for basketball for sure uh, we appreciate it um and we will talk to you guys soon okay
3: all right thanks for having me. That's
0: All right, guys. That was our interview with Brendan from the Mazad Cast, and what we're going to do now is go into our famous, famous segment that we haven't done in many, many weeks. No, nah,
2: it's been a while.
0: Called Tiger Droppings Posts of the Week.
2: I saw a tiger. <laughs>
0: now it's time for your favorite segment tiger droppings posts of the week So the first one that I see, Jackie, um, has there ever been in a conference game for LSU that we've known less about the opponent by Tiger Pride 18? You get it? Tiger Pride 18? Yeah. The 18's significant. I I get it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Maybe last week? I think. Last (laughs) week? (laughs) Again, we're a bunch of uh,
0: we're a bunch of dickhead LSU right. fans who've lived on top of the world. We don't know anything about Vanderbilt and Missouri. Right.
2: I actually, I think I knew more about M- uh, Vanderbilt's defense than I knew than I currently know about Missouri's defense. I'll say that for sure. sure. I knew I knew a good bit about Vandy's O line. I thought
0: Vanderbilt's defensive line was was decent. I mean, D line. Yeah, 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 we we pushed them around pretty good. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I'd heard I'd heard a lot of good things from them. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about Ben about yeah. Missouri.
2: Maybe it's because uh I feel like uh, what I love about those Mad cast guys is that like they're just so like they like he said, they're just so uh self-aware and mm-hmm. I think a big reason we don't know a lot about Missouri is because they just like they don't pump their players up very much, you know what I mean right like they don't hype their guys up because they don't think that they're that good
0: right. Um. All right. Here's a here's a good one. Right up our alley. Any fun LSU podcasts?
2: Oh yeah. Who said that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um. Uh, who, who 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 do the people like on there? They like Pot of Gold. So somebody them. said Pot of Gold's a bunch of
2: hacks. A yeah, bunch of hacks. <laughs> they try to be barstool sports. Hold that not.
0: podcast, podcast. So yeah, there's a lot of. Informative podcasts.
2: I, I know a good podcast you could listen to. Who is It's a One Team One podcast. That's a good one. You're listening to them right now. Um,
0: there are there are good podcasts that are. Very informative if that's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that we're the ones that are going to bring you all that information. Mm-hmm. We'll regurgitate it. Right. Well, we're some great the, regurgitators. There's,
2: there are some of the best podcasts for LSU, in my opinion, are the ones that like really break news often. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are my favorites.
0: Now, what about when they break news when they just saw a Twitter post and then they say, hey, breaking news?
2: Yeah, but they have different sources. So it's fun. Sauces. Sauces.
0: <laughs> um, John Emery is definitely our best running back by LSU. Stephen, 17.
2: Yeah. I mean. Agreed. I, I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that at this point.
0: Agree with that 100%, uh, Stephen.
2: Um, oh, by the way, we were talking about uh, Kofondre Bradford the other day, and we were trying to figure out why he wasn't playing. He was hurt. Was he? Mm-hmm. How did we not know this beforehand? I don't know. I, I, I don't think anyone was aware of this until after the game. Hmm. Yeah. But I heard um, that on Matt
0: Moscona. Again, a lot of people uh, complaining about the 11 a.m. kickoff yeah. on Tiger Droppings. That's
2: that's where you're going to find the, those people that are going to. Yeah, Yuck No. That. That's yuck where they all live. live.
0: Suck like a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how about some love for Tori Carter?
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, he, he gets a lot of love, you know? Yeah, I um, I have a,
0: uh, I guess a unpopular opinion. Uh, I love Tory Carter. I think Tory Carter's a good guy. I, I like his Twitter account, and I want to be friends with him. Where's Tom I want to smell his musk? Uh, <laughs> just he just sit this one out. Jim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take a break for a little. While. <laughs> um, I don't want to see him in a four-wide set. I don't want to see Torrey Carter spread out wide. I think that's stupid. Yeah,
2: I love using him in the h-back though.
0: What does that even mean? <laughs>
2: what, what do you mean? What does that mean?
0: Wait, like an h-back? Like he's blocking on the wing? Like he's like in he's motion? The,
2: like he's uh, like the that position where you're, uh, you're between the tackle and the guard. Okay, behind him like that. I, I think, oh I no he, no yeah, I love yeah. that. I think that's the that's. Where the fullback goes now? I've seen him, all right, in a four-wide set
0: in the slot. Mm. I think it's stupid. Yeah, it's
2: it's just not using your personnel correctly.
0: No, I don't want to see him in there, especially if uh, if Eric Gilbert's on the bench. That's stupid to me. Call timeout. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Bring him off the field. Wait a minute. Put Eric Gilbert in. Yeah. Whoa, 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 forty-four is a slot. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's dumb um, I saw it last week and I'm, there was a play that uh, I think it was Cody Warsham, our friend Cody he posted something about a play where he wa- he likes to watch um, Tory Carter blow people up and mm-hmm. that was one where he was in the slot mm-hmm. and he was running like an out mm-hmm. and the other guy was supposed to be running like a post and all he does is he runs at the, the, uh, <laughs> the corner and he like cleans his clock <laughs> like just 7 blatant. yards downfield just blading off <laughs> into the <bathroom. laughs> just blast over the guy I love your you know, I love I, your attitude I would,
2: I would actually I would love to see him like us put him out wide <laughs> and he just he just comes and kills people and crack back blocks. like
0: again I love your attitude um I just don't want to see that in a play <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would love to see him get a targeting penalty. Like, week. why is anybody even covering <laughs> Torrey Carter in that play? Just It's like, no, he just comes in on the first play, <laughs> and he has to get targeting uh-huh. on the first play <laughs> of the game just to set the tone.
0: Um, <laughs> all right, somebody says, get to feast on another freshman quarterback this week. That mm-hmm. is true. This is the second freshman yeah, quarterback I, Not in only is he weeks. a freshman
2: quarterback, this is his first start. Right. Although I, I will say he's a little bit better than uh I don't remember that guy's name, that we just played. But uh, he's better than that guy, <laughs> 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 whoever that was. Well, that
0: was expert analysis. <laughs> <laughs> um, five three hundred yard passing games from Tiger Lunatic uh, from twenty ten to Joe Burrow. Brennan has three hundred in his first two games that he started. Um, I don't understand any of this what you're saying
2: okay so i can i think i can translate Um, okay there have only been uh, other than outside of the 2019 season there have only been five 300 yard passing games for lsu and
0: brennan has two
2: and brennan has well no no no. brennan has brennan has two and there were only five before joe burrow
0: gotcha so he's got two out of seven since 2009 is that what you said okay well that's good I think that has a lot to do with it's the just, scheme, right? The offense, yeah, I, yeah,
2: mean, I uh, think the if, scheme. If Brandon Harris was throwing the ball, you know, 40 times a game, he'd have had a lot more 300 yard games. Right. Um, all right.
0: Here's here's one of my favorite ones by Pigskin. Uh, excited for Big Glenn Logan to
2: wreck shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. What was his name? Pigskin? Pigskin. Yeah, I love you, Pigskin. Uh, maybe I don't love you, but I love your opinions. Um, I think uh, one of the biggest problems we had on defense last week was uh, actually in the rushing game for some reason mm-hmm. uh, and then you go ahead and get your uh, your best defensive tackle back and that's gonna be huge I
0: agree I think um, not only a defensive tackle but a defensive tackle with experience I think yeah. that's a, a big deal for this defense mm-hmm. um, yeah Vanderbilt ran the ball a little bit more than our to our liking but um, I think it also had to do with the fact that they knew that they weren't going to do anything to us in the passing game mm-hmm. too, so they probably were a little, little more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, percentage that Miles Bren, Brennan returns for 2021.
2: Um, you want the percent chance?
0: They said, given, given the fact that MB15. This is by Ty Gear. Um, Given the fact that MB-15 took the entire game's worth of snaps versus Vandy, is it safe to assume that he will do the same against Mizzou? Combine that with the notion that he's he's not listed anywhere on the NFL draft projections in the top 10 quarterback picks, and that 2020 doesn't count towards a year of eligibility, how much of a percentage do you feel that he he returns to lead the Tigers in 2021? You want to know what the first answer was? 350%. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: <sighs> yeah, this is so and, good. Uh, I just he's coming back. I I don't know what to tell you other than that. <laughs> I mean I I guess unless he continues to average 340 yards a game for the rest of the year, he's coming back.
0: So I said the most appropriate use on this site meaning this is the best Tiger droppings <laughs> as the offer. <author. laughs> um, yeah, he's gonna return, bro. Um, <laughs> Alright, so funny Curly Hallman story by uh, game Mithra Date 6. Well, I'm sure it wasn't funny at the time, which is unfortunate. I can't really remember. But my uncle was telling me about how during one of his radio interviews, Doofus Hallman said something to the effect of. Make sure to show up this Saturday and support the maroon and white. A brain fart because he was a former uh, Texas A&M coach and player. Anybody else remember this? I do not remember that. Uh, I do remember Curly Hallman um, accepting the first half kickoff and uh, electing to kick. Which means the second half kickoff
2: Oh, so we had to kick again. Yeah, you had yes. to defer, right? So we kicked twice.
0: <laughs> that was the ultimate Curly Hallman yeah. mistake.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so actually, when I was walking out the stadium after the Mississippi State game, I was uh, I was in the bathroom, and I this guy walks in while I'm walking out, and uh, it, he was clearly pretty pretty drunk, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes, "As you should. I s- I survived Curly Hallman. I can fucking survive anything."
0: There you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Curly hallman this, this is what this is what the stadium looked like during Car- Curly hallman days. Um, I remember being in the stands uh, for mm-hmm. the Southern Miss game, This is the Brett Favre game. Um, right. Actually, take that back. No, no, no. Post Brett Favre, Curly Holman was coaching us. Southern Miss came to LSU. Curly, uh, Southern Miss still beat us. It was twenty to eighteen. Um, Southern Miss beat us. Um, I remember being in the stands that night, and there was probably. It was a Corona-filled night. It was 30000 in the stands, something like that. Yeah. it w- There was a pit of LSU football.
2: That's, that's, that's only a little bit more than what we got right now. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So it could be things could be a lot worse than 1-1, one one, just so mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um. All right. So
2: anything else you want to discuss this week, Jackie? What's going on? Saints look good. Yeah, they did. This is the first time we've talked about the Saints happily saints looked very good um yeah i mean i was i mean i on sunday i was saying that detroit plus three is is free money i had i mean we had Detroit. smoking them
0: i had detroit for the uh first half money line lost that Mm -hmm. yeah uh they were up 14 nothing uh quickly down 28 (laughs) to 14 yeah um i mean lsh saints offense came to life yeah uh, Drew Brees finally started throwing the damn
2: ball down the field.
0: Started throwing the ball down the field. I think I think Kamara looked great. Um, Murray looked yeah. good too. Yeah, uh, they they our, had a our good balance. Is so good. It is when it's clicking. Yeah. Um It was that a lot to do with, D- with Detroit and how bad their defense is. But yes, it's the NFL still. But yeah,
2: no. But I mean, you're you're you don't have. This is vaunted Matt Patricia. You don't, you don't have your left guard. You don't have your right tackle. You don't have your number one. Uh, Wide receiver, you don't have your tight end, mm-hmm. and we still put up 35 points in an NFL game. No, uh, I agree. So I'm thrilled. And you're really up by play. a couple
0: of touchdowns in yeah, uh, Detroit. And,
2: and you don't have both corners. You still end up not giving up 35 points, right? which is great.
0: Who do they have next week?
2: Chargers? Yeah, supposed Monday to be Night Football. Supposed to be oh, is it Monday Night?
0: Yep, Monday Night Football. We're
2: playing another Monday Night game.
0: Yeah, uh, they love the Saints, man. Um, didn't so we, just,
2: we just played a Monday Night game, didn't we?
0: And there's another one. Um, so Chargers. Oh yeah, by the
2: Raiders. Oh my gosh.
0: It's yeah, they cool. love the Saints, man. Um, Chargers had a get right game uh, this past week. Well, oh. actually, they lost to the Bucks. So they were up. They were oh, up on they the Bucks. Played really well. Yeah, the yeah, Bucks yeah. came back and beat them.
2: Herbert. Herbert. Look. Or I'm calling him A bear. A bear looks. Uh, it's just. It's not the correct pronunciation. Uh, <laughs>
0: He's got an R in it, though. I don't care. If he uh, didn't have an R in it, I completely agree with you. But he has an R in it. Justin in it.
2: Hebert, uh is has been playing pretty well this year. I, he's playing so much better. I didn't think he was ready to play in the NFL this year, mm-hmm. and he he looks. I mean, he looks really good. A couple of uh,
0: games to think about this weekend. Um, well, you got the Bears uh, tomorrow night. People are on the Bears against the Bucks, uh, which I don't understand. I would take the Bucks, uh, but. I, I think Nick folds for the Bears is a little bit of fool's gold. I would. What's say. the line there? It's four, Bears yeah. plus four. Um, yeah,
2: no, we took Bears plus three last week uh, against. the Colts, I still like the Bucks. That didn't, um, hit, that didn't even come close to hitting.
0: I still like the Bucks defense. Um, I know the the Chargers scored a good amount of points against them last week, but I still like the Bucks defense. Uh, plus four for. Chargers Nick, might have
2: a better offense than the Bears.
0: Yeah, Nick Folds um, did not look great last week. No, I'm good so he's not great. He he's he's good as a backup coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's good that way. But he's, he's better than Mitch Trubisky. Well,
2: he's a good spark plug when you have weapons. Around yeah, him. it's weird. It, well, you have to have players around. Although I mean, same have, same with the Eagles though. Robinson, when the
0: Eagles played Nick Folds, it was he was coming off the Folds? bench. Folds. Folds. Okay, it's no like D. When, when the Eagles play Nick Foles, pan, pan uh, Doles
2: Foles, it's panned. There's a D at the end.
0: The D is Who silent. is this person with you? Huh? Who is this person behind you right now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Miss Lady. <laughs>
0: um, Nick Foles, for the Eagles, same thing, where he would come in in the middle of the season, take charge, mm-hmm. but then... It was his chance to actually like start, and he played like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and it, was it for the Eagles though, or was he? It was the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, no. But the next year, the same exact thing happened. They just lost to the Saints in the divisional round. Okay. And,
0: it, but Wentz ended up taking the job back over yeah. after they got rid of him. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when he when he becomes a starter, it's not as good. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand how yeah. that how that happens. And well, why I that think
2: Matt Nagy's actually playing this perfectly because now you're setting it up to where that like, you put in Foles, he comes in, maybe he does good for a year, and then you can go draft a guy or something, mm-hmm. or he plays poorly, and now Trubisky comes in and like as like a as like a uh, a spark plug type guy, and maybe gets his confidence back.
0: I had a thought of this is before we got Jameis of. Getting Nick Foles for the Saints,
2: I think that would have made a lot of sense.
0: Uh, with so- Sean Payton, I
2: just, I just thought
0: that with Sean Payton, that could make the difference. Um,
2: I I love watching a, a good Nick Foles deep ball. You know, he loves to throw those like rainbow balls. Like they just they they're in the air for like a million years. Yeah, I love his balls too. Fall, they just fall from the sky right into a receivers, and it's beautiful.
0: I love his balls. I mean. He he could drop his balls in plenty of plenty of pockets, I guess you would say. Mm. Um, so, Washington football team—they're uh, benching Dwayne
2: Haskins. Haskins. That's early. I do That's too. I, I agree. Uh, it, for Kyle Allen. For
0: Kyle Allen, yeah. I, I guess this what's is this whole win now mentality from Washington?
2: Yeah. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Stick with your freaking guy, man. I mean, I maybe maybe next? they're thinking this isn't the guy. Maybe well. maybe this is more of a we're decommitting from Haskins. We're committing to Trevor Lawrence. So oh, okay. Yeah. So they're they're gonna um you think they're just they're gonna fight for that number one pick? Huh. Scratch. I claw. didn't. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm.
0: So Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields get one. Okay. Of them. Uh, speaking of Justin Fields, we haven't seen him yet. Um, I guess that's going to be in a couple are, weeks. Where are they playing? Are they ever going to play? I think it's – is it two weeks now? Did they schedule it late now? enough
2: so that they can cancel it?
0: I think it's two weeks from now. Two weeks from now? The Big Ten
2: starts. Like the twenty third is the first game, and it's going
0: to be the Ohio State show. You realize that, right? Oh yeah. Like even if they're in a close game, uh-huh. they're going to make damn sure mm-hmm. that Ohio State is going to go through under well, unblemished.
2: No, yeah, and that's completely true. Because you remember last year when they won the Big Ten championship and they were down like yeah twenty one to seven so at half. Yeah, and then they they come all of back, a sudden they come back and they they end up winning. Like, I think thirty four to twenty one. Like there was a huddle and up. Then it was like everyone's like, "Oh, you played really bad against Wisconsin," and they go, "Yeah, no, but we uh we showed that we're able to battle back against a team if we go down." Right, and it's like, right. you went down against Wisconsin by two touchdowns. It, I know, no, you're completely right. That's exactly what's going to happen with Ohio State all year.
0: Yeah, and I haven't checked their schedule yet. I'll look into it a little bit more, but I don't mm-hmm. think there's I mean, eight games. I think yeah, but is there tough, tough, tough games? Like I don't, I don't really know. No. <laughs> I, need, I feel like I need to do some research on the Big Ten now. I,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I think Penn, t- Penn State's their toughest game. Is Rutgers playing this year?
0: They had came out know. originally Shiano's, saying that they.
2: Shiana's their coach now.
0: Yeah, but they had came out originally before all this and said, we're just canceling football this so, year.
2: So they're like the anti uh, Nebraska. Yes. They're that
0: that. the opposite of Nebraska. I wanted Rutgers to play so bad because I usually bet against Rutgers you know be over and over and over. Is and over.
2: if Rutgers beat Nebraska this year? Oh that would be so <laughs> They awesome. didn't want to play. Nebraska really did.
0: Um all right, so Rutgers I would always bet against the spread. I would bet the other team every time. Um mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm quickly jumping onto uh whoever whoever is playing Kansas. Ooh, um I love that. I think uh Less Miles has completely lost that team.
2: I think Big 12 games are just you're just wasting money. Picking our, our
0: friend games. Ben Mince, Mincy, he said, uh, "Go ahead and just bet the other. Uh, go ahead and bet the underdog I feel every like game. Whatever
2: you bet, you're gonna lose. You just you're me? Gonna, no, like just <laughs> anyone betting a Big me, Ten game. Yes,
0: me, yes. <laughs> Um I've I've <laughs> really, hey, seriously, I have uh, seriously considered fading myself. If there's a game Sorry. that I'm like, oh look, I just think that LSU 14, let's just go ahead and bet Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what's gonna hit."
2: Yeah, th- I and th- then I feel all of a sudden like that, I'll be. I feel like that so often with those lines where I'm like, "Ooh, this feels really good," and then I'm like, "That's p- no way that's going." to Well, hit. it's like Auburn. <laughs> everybody's
0: on Auburn last uh-huh. week, and I'm like, "I don't like that everybody's on them."
2: Yeah, no. When when we both had them as our <laughs> lock of the week, I was like, "Fuck, um, yeah, that's <laughs> this not is good. not good." Um, we fell right into a trap.
0: All right, guys. So one team, one podcast. We want to uh, really give a big shout out again to our sponsors. Courtesy Buick GMC, Brandon Lejeune in Lafayette doing big things. You guys say a quick prayer for uh, Brandon. They're going to uh, Houston for the storm. Uh, Hopefully everybody's going to stay safe in the Lafayette area. Um, I think it's coming right at them, actually. Um, Everybody in Lake Charles, too, guys. Just pay attention a little bit to to this weekend and see if there's anybody uh, needing some help right now. I saw a picture of uh, Lake Charles right now with tons of blue tarps on their houses. This is the last thing that they need right now. Um, so storms going to be coming in on Friday. So everybody be safe. Um, also bear process safety, check out, uh, Adam Berry at bear process safety, BearPS.com. Um, doing big things in the process safety, uh, environmental and plant industry. So go check out those guys doing awesome stuff the big orange bear uh check them out also with the uh home dogs podcast we'll post that probably on friday depending on if my roof uh stays on i'm not sure if it it will yet um i got a lot of oak trees jack um so again guys check us out on facebook instagram and twitter twitter is one team one pod uh very active on twitter um, any questions or anything? We're going to be uh, starting a voicemail as well mm-hmm. eventually. So everybody can uh, send yeah, us really some voicemail. I know. I, I really, really want to do this. Uh, if you guys have any thoughts or questions during the games or anything like that, you can send us a voicemail. We'll yeah. get that all to you. Uh, we'll shoot it out to you on Twitter.
2: Yeah, Ideally, we would like for you to send your voicemails during the game. We like,
0: want to hear your thoughts like, during the yeah, game. The g-
2: Especially if it's like, reactions. yeah, we we're, so we're like ahead so by raw. like 30 ex- and
0: you're like, oh, we look so great. We just and want then, it to be so raw. And then the second half, we're like so getting raw. beat and like it's just gonna be the worst. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we'll get all that to you guys. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, again, we're the fun pod- podcast. Mm-hmm. We're the fun LSU podcast. Yeah. You guys are looking for a, an informative podcast? Don't come fucking here. Yeah. We're not gonna be no. the guys. No. No. We're not we don't gonna don't do that it. for you. We'll we'll break some information. Uh, it's not gonna be newsworthy, but we'll mm-hmm. break shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say breaking on a po- on a post. Uh huh but it ain't really breaking. It's
2: really it's really just a <laughs> I joke. Just,
0: I just looked at it on Twitter. <laughs> I'll break it. All right, guys. One team, one podcast. Logging out.
2: Oh, wow. I really came in strong there. We showed you what the
0: GOAT was last year when yeah. we beat y'all 50-7. to seven. Let's go. One
1: team. Uh, Relax, uh, big boy. One team, one.
2: One team, one oh podcast. Yeah, game. they did a good, yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so <laughs> fat? One team, one podcast. One team, one One team, one team, one
1: podcast.